Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You big down a bastard! Where'd you get your shoes? Jesus Christ! One gamba, two This is the Dave Duke podcast. Geogwitch, Connus a thoughtu makara, or as they say in Nunnall, Kajimara thoughtu akara. How are you, my friend? I'm Dave Duke. This is the Dave Duke podcast, and it is episode zero seven. We have much to discuss, much to cover. We need to go back to last week's episode on Athlone and give you some of the feedback that I have received on that. We also have to look at communion and confirmation season because we're in the thick of it now and it's brought me down memory lane right back to when I was an altar boy up to closer times of a drink war in Bundorn. We're going to call this the things that you couldn't get away with now or the things that wouldn't happen now. That's going to be the general theme of today. Shit that went down that there's no way in 2023 would be let slide. And I'm going to introduce you to a new segment called The Gospel According to Dave. And the gospel today, from me to you, is going to be on Satan's sperm coleslaw. It's an awful, awful, awful thing And many of the country's problems would be eradicated if we eradicated cold slaw. Depression would go down. Housing would go up, as in there'd be more supply, but the price would go down. Happiness up. People would be healthier. I'd say cold slaw has as bad effect on this country as smoking cigarettes. I'd say it kills more people. Cold slaw, the silent killer. They have all those ads on about carbon monoxide, but cold slaw is the devil. It is the devil. The devil is going to get you. Get cold slaw out. 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 But that is the gospel later. I'm going to be one of those old-style priests from the 70s who bastardized their congregation and told them exactly what to think and exactly what position to ride the wife in. There were that there were dictators back then, and they were let to be. This all mingles in through a theme. 
But let's begin on that loan. Some of the interesting feedback I got. Some of the people who thought I was too hard on that loan before I'd done the podcast were sympathetic. They were like, hey, I can see why you feel badly about that loan. You met a few arseholes. I didn't realise you had such bad experiences. But then only today, I got a lovely message from a fella on Instagram. And he was telling me that his brother lives in that loan. And it was quite long. I'll give you the gist of it without giving you his name, but Athlone Clampers are wankers. The man with the balloons was a wanker. In fairness, though, Athlone is a nice place. People are shite outsiders. Recommended I join a local GAA club. Don't go to that festival I was telling you about, the drama festival. It's more for old people, he reckons. And, yeah, it was it was actually really constructive and really nice, and I took it all on board. What I said to him, though, and as I'm saying to you, I'm currently on the road back to redemption, embracing that loan bit by bit. I'm not putting it all on that loan. I'm putting it on me. It's me that needs to get out there. It's need me that needs to go to things. It's me that needs to open up conversations with perhaps more strangers in that loan, true Athlonians, and break them down. Break the bastards down, just like I done to the two fellas that I was playing golf with on Saturday. So I was asked, would I go to a charity thing on behalf of iRadio on Saturday? And I obliged. I am a man who would enjoy doing a bit of charity work. And when I say a bit, I mean very little. But I do what I can. And for this particular charity, the Neurology Centre in Sligo, I didn't know much about them, but I was willing to learn. Long story short, through work, went to this thing on Saturday in Schlegel. And I was playing golf with Michal Carney. He's from iRadio. We love Michal. Great fella. Using his father's golf clubs. Another great fella. But we were playing with two lads who were very serious about golf. They're all decked out in the shoes and their trousers and their jackets and teeing off in the first hole from Strandhill Golf Club. The two boys, and I hope they don't mind me saying this, I think... They'll say it themselves. They were cold as fuck. They were a bit dickish now. The two boys landing, swinging golf clubs. Me hold some golf knowledge. I had none. They were a bit dickish. But you just broke them down. Broke them down. Broke them down. Kept at them. Until the final few holes. Where they were telling me this is the way you should swing. Not in a, this is how you do it. More in a, a fatherly. Brotherly. Hey. Let's help this guy swing the golf club. And we were all shaking hands and hopefully we'll see you again. Might see you out in the course the next time. you got to break people down sometimes. But you don't always have time to do that. And maybe that's where Athlone is at. I haven't taken enough time to break people down. Break them down from their ignorant, built-up defence mechanism of I'll be a wanker. I haven't had time to break and chip away at that wall. And that's what I'm trying to do. So there's a recap of what the week has been about. Breaking bastards down until they're nice to me. Maybe that's a motto for life. None of these live, laugh, love signs in your kitchen. Break the bastards down. Put that on a plaque. Put it on your wall. And break the bastards down. Someone not be nice to you? Break them down.
Break them down. Kill them with kindness. Bake them cakes. Wash their car. Tell them jokes. Take the ashes out of their fireplace. Do what you need to do. Break them down. That is not the gospel according to Dave. We're still doing it on Cold Slaw, but that could be a secondary gospel. It is the thick of communion and confirmation season. And I love getting 10 or 15 minutes to myself. Where I'm not worrying about work. Not worrying about what gig is coming up. I catch myself sometimes looking at the sky. It usually happens with rain. I love rain. I love rain when it's mild. Mild rain makes me think. It allows me to concentrate. And I caught myself looking out the window the last day. Communion, confirmation and going backwards in my life. To things that you wouldn't get away with now. Things that wouldn't happen now. Things that couldn't happen now. And I'm not going to go in chronological order. I'm going to finish with the priest. And I'm going to start with the drinks war in Bundorn. Have I told you this? If not, this is a thing that wouldn't happen now. A few years ago, in Bundorn, two nightclub owners weren't getting on with each other. Related, but not getting on. It can happen. None of my business why they weren't getting on. I'm just telling you the result of this. One nightclub started doing €20 all-in. What does all-in mean, Dave? €20 you pay at the door and you go in and the bar is free. Have you grasped that yet? It's not €20 entry free fee and then pay for your drinks. No. You give the man at the door €20 and you go in and drink as much as you can. As much as you can put down your throat. €20. No matter what. The only rule stipulated was that you weren't allowed get triples. I think you could get doubles. I think triples are illegal for a bar person in Ireland to pour into one glass anyways. But you could go up and get two vodka and Red Bull. No money changed hands because you'd paid 20 euro at the door. The other nightclub started doing two euro drinks. But the 20 euro on the door in nightclub A, let's call it, just kept drawing more people. There were people coming from the north paying 20 or 30 euro for a bus return. 20 euro into the nightclub. That was their night. 50 euro covered them. If they wanted a takeaway, let's say a tenner. 60 euro, full night. And they could be absolutely paralytic getting back on that bus. Nightclub B went to 2 euro. Nightclub A was still getting the minute 20 euro ahead. Nightclub A went to 1 euro. And in the end, you could have a choice. You could go to nightclub A, pay 20 euro in, and have a free bar for the entire night. Or you could go to nightclub B and pay either a fiver or a tenner, depending on the night, and drink. (laughs) Get this. You could get any drink you wanted for 50 cent. 
50 fucking cent. Vodka, 50 cent. Whiskey, 50 cent. Baby Guinness, you better believe it, 50 cent. Bottle of Heineken, 50 cent. Bulmers, 50 cent. Cross the board. You could go up and get 10 vodka and Red Bull for 10.50. Imagine 10 vodkas on the bar. Probably wasn't Red Bull. It was some other energy shite. But it was 50 cent too. Things got that bad that a concerned parent, several of them, stood before the court and said, this is insanity, Your Honour. How can this be allowed to happen? The court, the system must intervene, otherwise someone's going to end up on a slab. And the court did intervene and said, lads, you're going to have to stop this. This is mental. There are people travelling from all over Ireland to avail of your prices. Stop it. And they had to stop. And I still do believe that Bundorn is the only town in the entire island where a court imposed a minimum drink charge. I think it was 250 if not €3, Euro for any drink. So they couldn't charge any less. So your 50 cent vodkas, done. Your 20 euro entry on the door plus free bar, done. Madness. Wouldn't happen today. It was a thing at the time, and that was only 10 years ago. So that's numero uno of things that you wouldn't get away with today. Number two is the first place that I worked in. Have you ever had a physical confrontation with your boss? I don't mean face-to-face or a Zoom meeting or a disciplinary meeting or having words. I mean genuinely hands on each other, almost scrapping. Because in my first job, I worked in a very male, very testosterone-filled place. And I got a few slaps on my boss. They hurt. Wasn't clenched fist, but it was full palm. Also had my ear twisted. Times were tight. So I joined this hardware shop when the boom was booming. Money was being made hand over fist. And I seen the progression from this place is making millions to people defaulting on their loans. Some big cowboy builders leaving 250 grand in bad debt behind them, going burst, fucking off, with little consequences to themselves, to it getting very quiet, and the whole country in recession, and everybody going to Australia. So I seen happy-go-lucky, we're not, we're not a bit bothered, because we're making so much money, to, oh my God, how are we going to keep the doors open? And the mood changed, but I didn't change as a person, because I wasn't fully aware of the gravitas of the situation. And I gave a bit of cheek to my boss one day, and he slapped the face of me. Grabbed me by the ear, twisted it, told me I was a fucking bollocks, something to that effect. And I took it, because I knew no better. I was 16 years of age, it was my first job. And I ended up hating that job with a fucking passion. Joined it, loved it, adored it, loved going to work. 
got up every morning with a spring in my step like a fresh lamb out of the womb. Let's go, baby. To ending up dreading every single car journey into that bastard in place. You wouldn't get away with it now. You can't be baiting the young fellas for giving you a bit of cheek. Now, I'm getting on very well with this person since and the schlap done me no harm whatsoever. This isn't a, a crying story of Oh my God, I was physically attacked when I was a young boy and I'm psychologically damaged since. Uh, I think I'm entitled to compensation. No, I think the bit of schlapping, the bit of roughing up done me a world of good. I'm just saying you wouldn't get away with it now. I'm just following the theme. Nothing wrong with an odd schlap. It puts us right. We're not having the debate about should you be able to slap children? Probably not. But maybe an odd co-worker. <laughs> oh, can you fucking imagine going in office job? Maybe you're a teacher in a school. Maybe <laughs> maybe you're stocking shells and you're like, Hey, Mick, come on to fuck. And you get him by the shoulders and you're shaking the shite out of him. Come on to fuck. <laughs> Would you get the fucking job done, you silly bollock? Physically, sometimes people need a good shaking. A good shaking. So, do not take this as, Oh, poor Dave. Poor Dave got a slap of his boss when he was 16 or 17. I'm just saying... Rightfully, you wouldn't get away with it now. But I'm also not saying that I don't think it would be a terrible idea to be allowed to have an odd scrap with a co-worker. It might actually make things more productive if you could scrap it out, throw a few slaps. Shit might get done quicker, better, faster, stronger. If I was Taoiseach... (laughs) I'd be upping the minimum wage but it comes with a caveat for the country the scraps are allowed in the office no big claim no going to oh my god solicitor I was attacked in my office no scrapping is allowed within reason rather than a HR manager in your workplace you've got one of those octagon referees a truly fair one any scrapping goes on It has to be just. It has to be for good cause, good reason. It's got to be fair. And the referee will decide so. And the number three thing, and this is what I wanted to get to properly today. This would never happen now. It's my experiences as an altar server. I'm going to assume that you know what an altar server does and their duties. But assumption is the mother of all fuck-ups. So, you're from planet Zorb, you've come to Earth, and you say, What is an altar server? God, I didn't know the Zorb people were also Polish, <laughs> or there or thereabouts. Anyways, you're here from planet Zorb and you need to know what an altar server is. In the Catholic Church, the priest does the heavy lifting, they've got the best garments, they've got the collar, They've got the congregation in the palm of their hand. They're like putty. They say their sermon. They do the gospel. They do the Our Fathers. The heavy lifting. But you're there as an altar server to enhance the 
mass experience. You're there to ring the bells, ring, 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 or we had a bong at the right time when the bread is going up. Lord, hearest or granting hearest. You, what else do you do as an altar server at normal mass? Your biggest jobs is around communion. You might also be tasked as an altar server to fetch the money baskets that are passed round. Uh, you're there to look good. You're you're the backup dancers. If the priest is Beyonce, you're there shaking your booty in the background as an altar surfer. You're there to look good, but not to sound good. You're there to play the backup bells at the right times, and you take your applause and you get off the stage. Now, if it's a funeral, you have more jobs, like carrying the cross on the front of the coffin shaking a bit of incense, well, to keep her going. I loved doing a funeral as an altar server because you knew the incense was coming out. So morbid. You're there for grieving families in their desperate hour of, the knee, hour of need. And as an altar server, all you could think of was, I'm going to get 10 or 20 euro for doing this and I'm going to smell a whole lot of incense. What a fucking day out. Weddings as well. You're not doing as much as weddings. Your funeral where you're big bankers, you'd make the big money there. Whereas weddings, you'd make good money, but you didn't have as much responsibilities, so you didn't feel you earned it. The money might have been as good for a wedding as an altar server, but you didn't feel you put the shift in. There's no, It's not a big shift when it's uh, joy that is involved. So as an altar server... We used to get a a day out as payment. Apart from being paid for a wedding or a funeral by the private family. We'd get a day out. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to tell you this story. One of our day outs in primary school. And it's the priest that picks us up. We have prior knowledge of this. So everyone is informed that this is happening. This isn't a big surprise, but it still comes as a shock thinking back. One day in second or third class, I think it might have been third, the priest comes in and plucks out the altar service and we get into his car and we're driven to Bundorn in Donegal and we're brought to Waterworld. (laughs) Holy fuck. Now there's something you definitely wouldn't get away with today. This priest is lovely. There's never been an accusation made against him. Absolutely no effing way am I saying that. Not an iota of me is saying that there was anything untoward done by this priest to us. Absolutely not. But, just the optics of it, just the fact that, (laughs) the fact that I can say factually, hey, my first memory of Waterworld, this indoor swimming pool slash theme park, style thing is the time the parish priest brought us there for a servant mass 
as an altar server. Praise be to Jesus, down the water slide. That's something you wouldn't get away with now. I don't think there's any priest in the country, possibly the world, plucking out a young boy and bringing him to a water world in Bundorn. <laughs> oh, priest was lovely. He bought us chicken nuggets and chips afterwards. And he drove us back to school and we got on the school bus and that was our day. Something you wouldn't get away with now. I know I've told some mad stories since the beginning of this podcast, but all of them are true. Every single one of them is true. I don't even need to hype up this one, do I? The priest plucked us out of a class and brought us to Waterworld. I think that's enough. If you have questions about it, I'm more than willing to feel them next week's episode. But I don't think I have anything more to add. I think you're probably dying to ask me a question about Waterworld and the priest bringing us there to this swimming pool. He didn't get in himself. <laughs> That's That might answer a lot of the, your questions. But for now, we shall move on from things you wouldn't get away with now. And if you have ever a story to share, you can always drop me a line. If you're sitting at work now listening to this and you're typing away at emails and you want to look all official... It's dave at davejuke.ie Or if you're on your phone, Instagram is the best place. Mr. Dave Duke, M-R-D-A-V-E-D-U-K-E And you can tell me your stories there. Now it's time for this. It's the Gospel According to Dave. This is going to be a weekly segment on some of my takes. It was suggested to me after giving my gospel sermon on the child identifying as a cat shitting on the floor because they wouldn't put a a litter box in the classroom. I said that's a bullshit story. I stand by it. It has not happened. It actually might have happened once in the world somewhere, but it's not happening in Derry. It's not happening in Kerry. It's not happening in Donegal or Galway. It's all an urban myth. It's a load of bullshit. So many schools over the past couple of years have had to come out and said, this is horseshit. Please stop spreading this because it's one of those urban myths. Remember when it came out and people were like, oh my God, there's a clown running through Raskhamon town. He's going to kill us all. Just paranoia, hype, load of bullshit. So after last week, someone heard that and was like, you should do a gospel according to Dave segment. I was like, I'm going to take that idea. Thank you very much. And I'm going to begin today's sermon on coleslaw. Coleslaw is an awful, awful, awful thing. I hate the texture of it. I hate the makeup of it. And I hate the fact that it's enjoyed so much. How do you ruin a good lasagna and chips? A schlob of coleslaw. Big, ugly, dog-looking sick motherfucker shite bollocks all the descriptive I just hate coleslaw I hate the look of it I hate seeing it in shops I hate seeing drunk people with coleslaw cheesy curry chip falling out of their mouth like their jaws being broken and they've no control of it 
it's a, it's a dirty, dirty, dirty thing. Dirty. Pedophiles enjoy it. And if you're not over 18, you're going to be a future pedophile if you enjoy coleslaw. And don't come at me about you just haven't found the right one yet. As a couple of people said to me, that's like saying to a lesbian, I oh, just haven't found the right cock yet. Huh? Huh? It's completely wrong. Now, I think gay people and lesbians are probably a lot more persecuted than I am in my hatred of coleslaw. Same thing, though. Same thing. You can't be saying these things to people. You can't be saying to someone who's gay, you just haven't found the right woman yet. And you can't say to me, who hates coleslaw, you just haven't found the right one yet. Stop your shite talk. Why do you enjoy it? You answer me about coleslaw. You answer to me now if you enjoy coleslaw. Why? Why do you enjoy a combination of mayonnaise, which is a terrible texture, made worse by slips of carrot and cabbage? God knows what else. Artisian coleslaws. We put sweet corn in ours. Fuck off. That is the gospel according to Dave. May go in peace to love and serve the podcast. Thanks be to God. Now your questions. <laughs> also, if um, you think that the gospel according to Dave should start the podcast, that's what I'm thinking. I feel maybe from next week, start the podcast with uh, the gospel according to Dave then the topic of that week and then finish with questions. Would you agree? Potentially. Funny enough, I've answered a lot of this week's questions on coleslaw. How do you feel about coleslaw? Seriously? How's that carton of coleslaw? What specifically is your beef with coleslaw? So today's questions is going to be quite short. I'll answer this one because I think there'll be a lot of questions to be answered next week off this podcast. How's the form, Dave? Asks Shane McCabe. I'm fucking flying, Shane. And on that note, let us end today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the feedback. And if you've enjoyed today, please give it five stars, because it helps with the algorithm. Maybe share it to a mate. Maybe you can hit share on Spotify and slip into someone's DMs and go, what about that Dave Juke guy? Do you like him? You Maybe you like this podcast. Maybe you could stick it on your stories. I might actually do a competition some week. Give away something for someone who shares it on their Insta stories. Only if you enjoy it. Don't be sharing it for the tickets. Just share it for the enjoyment. Right. Talk to you next week. Any questions, reach out, DMs, email, you have them. Until next time, take it savage, Hyundai. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, 
turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.